12 minutes after 9 o'clock and uh, we are scheduled to be speaking to Tony Toby Shapshak. He is editor of uh, Stuff and uh, we're going to be talking about the the phenomenon of cloning. And uh, I'd be interested to hear from you. What do you understand uh, cloning to be? Do you think that it's a practice that we should be undertaking as humanity, given the fact that it appears the technology for that is now available. Um, I remember a couple of years ago when we first heard of the first animal to be cloned, at least publicly, was that sheep. What was that sheep called? Remember there was a sheep that was cloned all those years ago. Oh, and the conversation around that. Uh, was quite an interesting one. Listen, uh, I'm looking at the game between South Africa and Nigeria, and uh, I tell you the tension even in the studio here is uh, is palpable. And I'm looking at a save that was just done now by Ronwin Williams. I mean, the man has got the, the reflexes of a cat, folks, and uh, doing very well for South Africa at this stage. And uh, hopefully at the end of this conversation with toby we may be able to say that uh, we have um we have vanquished the super eagles um really looking forward to being able to say that tonight but i believe toby shapshak is now available toby good evening to you and thank you so much for joining us i really appreciate your time sir for you aubrey anything ah my brother flattery okay, will just get about you anything just about anything <laughs> I will not donate my genes to be cloned, however. <laughs> Let's first talk about the, the fundamentals of this whole idea of what is cloning? What is cloning? So, so, the cloning is exactly what it refers to. You make an exact copy of one thing with another thing. And, and, and is this a technological advancement? Or is it, I don't know, uh, just some sort of uh, ability to manipulate... Uh, the workings of biology uh, without necessarily uh, having to use external technology is 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 that is that the mechanics of the whole whole process? Yeah, that's a that's a good way of putting it. I mean, it's it's actually a, a, a technique or a, an understanding that's been around since 1935 when someone won a, a Nobel Prize for coming up with the idea, and they're, they're different kinds of of um, the different kinds of, of cloning. So, for instance, if you speak to people in, in the agriculture industry or people who make, uh, um, uh, who make uh, wine, they'll tell you they clone plants all the time. So, they, so, so what a clone is, is is a genetic copy of something else. It's not, it's not genetically different from the, the parents. And there are a couple of different ones. There's, Molecular cloning, there's cell cloning, inside cell cloning, there's a whole bunch of, of, of other ways of doing the cloning. I don't want to make it too complicated. Sure. Um, in horticulture, <clears throat> there are, you know, it's often used clone, you know, grafting is, is a form of cloning. Um, you know, what you do is you graft a shoot or a branch from one plant yes. onto another plant and that, and that creates, you know, that creates a, a, an exact copy of that, you know, so they, um, they're also, they other kind of asexual forms of reproduction. So some insects and crustaceans, even the hammerhead shark 
Cape honeybees, apparently, as well, and the, the Komodo dragon. These guys can basically reproduce themselves without getting sperm from the male, the females of the species. And they create a, you know, a, a, an offspring that's basically the same. Uh, there was, so the guy who, the guy who won the Nobel Peace Prize for, for medicine in 1935 was called Hans Spiemann. Uh, a German, would you believe it, embryologist. Mm. And he was the guy who, who, who discovered what's known as embryotic induction. So what that is, is you, is you induce, um, you take a, you take an egg and you pull out the genetic information and you implant new genetic information. If you really want to know what this is called, it's called somatic cell and nuclear mm. transfer because the, you know, the nuclear information inside that even as an acronym if you really want to know it but the most famous example of this is is dolly the sheep dolly the sheep that's <laughs> the name i was looking dolly for. Yeah. The, dolly the sheep and i and i um she was cloned in scotland hello toby she she was cloned yeah. in scotland in 1996 but yes. it was only announced Oh, we keep losing Toby. I'm not really sure what the uh, reason for this is. Toby, are you are you there? I'm still with you. I'm All right. Still with you. I, I, I lost you. I lost. I lost you when you said that uh, Dolly was cloned in Scotland in 1996, and then I lost you. Yes. Oh, yes. He was cloned in 96, but they only revealed it to the world in 1997. And I remember I was I was at the Mail and Guardian. Yeah. I was writing about uh, about science and technology, and I remember writing a feature about. You know, this was the most exciting, you know, new development in, in bio yeah. engineering or in, you know, in physics and this kind of things. The poor Dolly only lived for six years. Um, and then when she died, <laughs> they stopped her. Did, did, her did, she, did she ever meet, did she ever meet her, I don't know, her parent clone, her, the original version of herself? I wish I could answer that. Um, I wish I could answer that for you, but I'm afraid I just can't. Um, but because so when you be, be, contacted because, me today, because I, 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 said I imagine. Like the, the, sorry, go ahead. You go. You go. So I was, was going to no, say. No, you go. I was going to say. I was going to say it. It. It would be an absolute mind. Uh, I'm not going to use the other word that I was going to use. To, to meet yourself like that. And I suppose we'll get into that conversation about some of the ethical issues around that. But it sounds to me, based on your description of cloning, at least in the agricultural space, that the idea is not that new. Even, I would argue, predates the 1935 moment because well, it appears nature yeah, so, has been so. doing that in, in plants. Right? Exactly. Plants, insects, hammerhead sharks and Cape honeybees. I didn't know that myself. But it, but it's not actually that successful. So Dolly the sheep was named, as you can imagine, after Dolly Parton. Yeah. Uh, and, and talk about working nine to five. Uh, it, it was, it was very hard to get this clone sheep. I'm just looking for the number. The success rate, the first mammalian cloning, which was Dolly, because she's a mammal, uh, it took, 29 embryos out of 277 fertilized eggs that produced just three lambs, which were born of which only one lived, which was called Dolly. Yeah. Before that, there was a, there was an attempt to clone a horse called Prometea. And, and that took 814 attempts. 
So, you know, it's not, it's not that successful. And I, and I hadn't heard of, I hadn't heard of any new, uh, cloning attempts, um, for, for years. But in fact, in South Korea, <laughs> there's a woman whose dog died. Um, and she managed her dog called Pico and it, dev- it died in November 2022. Um, but she uploaded this video apparently to, to YouTube this, uh, this new year. And she had two cloned puppies, which were genetically identical to a Pico. Um, so there you go, you know, and there's a lot of controversy about this kind of thing. Apparently South yeah. Korea has no regulatory framework. That, that monitors this kind of cloning. But uh, I, I think it's kind of safe to say no one's going to clone. It's kind of safe to say no one's going to? No one's going to clone you and I anytime soon. <laughs> that would be a disaster <laughs> to clone me. <laughs> but, but let's talk about what it is that we're looking at when we're looking at a cloned creature. And I want to suspend the conversation about plants for a second because, you know, when you mentioned that, you know, in the agricultural or, yeah, in the plant sort of world, it's been happening. I mean, uh, it, really, yeah. I mean, nature's been doing it all this time and now we're talking about hammerhead sharks and other um, sort of uh, manifestations of life. But I, I, want to, I want to hear from you as to what exactly, other than that cloning produces an identical um, or a genetically identical copy of the original. Is that the same as? Is that the same as the same person or the same organism is now in existence? Technically, yes. So, so a clone is a, is a, is genetically identical to the the system that it's or the the creature or the vine or the shrub or the tree that it's come from. I don't actually think it's so much cheese. It's more, it's more the kind of herbaceous kind of like, um, fain uh, boss or something. Yeah. I mean, uh, shrubs and vines yeah. and, and, and ferns and other things. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, so, so, you know, it's, if, if there's no other genetic input, right? So if the, if the, the offspring, for want of a better word, comes from one single parent, then it's genetically the same as the parent that it's come from. Uh, if there's another person involved, so, so in the case of humans, that's why we talk about XY chromosomes yes. or Y, X, you know, so, so, I mean, apparently that, that those chromosomes don't actually look like an X or a Y. They were just, they were just the letters that someone used to describe them. But te- technically, if a Komodo dragon has, uh, has, has an offspring, a female Komodo dragon has an offspring and she hasn't mated with the male, then that offspring will be genetically identical to the mother and and that doesn't seem to have 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 diminished their ability to to reproduce you know yes. hammerhead sharks are, are doing pretty well uh, amongst other things um so so yeah it's quite, it's quite interesting that the, the the plant instance is really is really what i've always known about i remember when when dolly the sheep came out i i know from my mother who's an avid gardener that you know, you could cut a, a, a slip or a, you know, a, a, a cutting of a plant and you could dig it, you know, put it into another plant. Oh, cactus, you, all you, the succulents, I see that bark. happening, yeah. 
cactus yeah yeah no no my parents my, my late father and my mother were big aloe collectors um we belong to the aloe appreciation society i should say yeah they belong to the aloe appreciation society i belong to the kind of horde of kids who got to run around in the felt <laughs> uh appreciating everything but aloes yeah. um but yeah so 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 what we're talking about in terms of of this new kind of is is artificial um uh, cloning you know this natural cloning has been going on clearly for hundreds millions of years yeah. um without our our intervention and it's only when these scientists looked at this somatic cell nuclear transfer where what they did was with with dolly was take healthy cells stuck out with tiny i mean i looked at the the pictures at the time tiny um syringes they would suck out the the nuclear material the 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 in, the, the, the nucleus inside the cell where the genetic material is yeah. suck that out and inject it with you know dolly's dolly's mother i don't actually know what dolly's mother's name was yeah uh, i can't tell you what kind of sheep she was she was a finn dorset ewe uh, and she was the first successfully cloned mammal so, so, um, so, so from an adult cell. So my, my question, again, is really to try and understand the relationship of the cloney to the cloner, right? So is it, well, is it, is it, is it, is it parental? What do no, we, I mean, what do we call that relationship? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't, I, I mean, what do we call it? Because... Dolly, and by the way, it took 435 attempts to, for this to be successful. So it's, you know, it's not an easy process. 800 and something for the, for the 814 for the horse. Um, technically Dolly is an exact replica of her mother. Um, let's call her mother Parton. So Dolly is an exact replica of Parton who basically Dolly is her mother. That's right. For want of a better word. Yeah. But in, you know, in a different body six years later. I mean, and and all mother, of this, way, and all of, all of this, I mean, really introduce us to all of those conversations that we have about the possibilities of, of parallel universes. The, the other Toby that's speaking to the other Aubrey in another, <laughs> you know, in, a, in another, no, in, a, in another a, time zone or whatever the case may be. And, no, and for, no, that's, that's, that's a very different scientific concept. Sure. Parallel universes. So, so, so this Toby and this, uh, this Aubrey speaking to each other would have no idea about the other in the parallel universe. I mean, this is really, you know, but, 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 but I mean, here's what I find, here's what I find fascinating that the, yes. the, the existence of Dolly and the yes. existence of Parton at the same time. Yes. Yes. Br- brings about those fascinating. I suppose conceptual uh, uh, possibilities to say here we have the same thing existing in the same time, right? And and yes. and and we don't know how to address. We don't know. I don't know whether Parton is Dolly's is Dolly's mom or, or or what do I call this this relationship? Because it's do, do, do you know do you know yeah? why they called her Dolly? By the way, because what? they they use. They use cells from Parton's mammary glands, and of course, Dolly really? Parton is known for her, you know, her um, right, ample right, cleavage, right, right. Uh, as I've seen it described. So, so, so technically, they are two separate beings. They're yeah. not the same being. They are two separate beings in two ah. separate um, 
two separate bodies. So, so I mean, the kind of paradox you're talking about, the time paradox, you know, if you were, uh, you know, if you're the flash, for instance, you yes. can run fast enough to run back in time and, you know, encounter your teenage self yeah. when they're still a teenager. That's, that's a different, that's a different kind of uh, intellectual conundrum about can you, can you have two, yes. two beings in, in the same time? They're not the same person. Yeah. In different times, they are, it is a copy, an exact identical genetic copy of the first. So Dolly is an exact copy of Parton, um, without, you know, without there being any kind of time travel or parallel universes. There was a, there was a quite interesting debate about whether, um, Dolly, who lost, who lived only for six years, died quicker because of the cloning or some possibility of cloning. Um, you know, some people, some people argued that other scientists argued that she had a, a some kind of infection, um, that was unrelated to the cloning and that's what ultimately killed mm. her. But I, I, you know, there haven't really been any significant other attempts that, that, you know, that I've read about, um, or that I know about in, in terms of that. But it's, you know, it's, it's quite difficult. Tadpoles sure. can, can clone themselves, yeah. uh, or have been cloned, you know, bees, um, also someone cloned a cat, uh, in late 2001 and called the, the, the second one copycat. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've got a few calls. We've got a few calls. And let me put this to our listeners and say, what sort of, sort of intellectual or maybe even philosophical conundrums do you think about when you think about the cloning phenomenon? Yeah. I think what we've established with, with Toby is that, yes, it's a, it's an identical genetic copy of the original. But it is an individual, a different individual. And that's really the, yeah. the big thing in my mind to say, are we talking about the same individual or are we talking about simply the same genetic material? Uh, but I'd be interested to hear from you on 011-883-0702 as we talk about cloning, uh, with Toby Shapshak. Linda is in Randburg. Hi, Linda. Yes. Hi there. Um, this is just Linda's theory. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I've got nothing to prove it, but um, I was watching something the other day, and it was on China, and there was the Chinese army, and I looked at them, and there was hundreds of them, and they were all identical. So I thought, my goodness, I wonder if that's cloning, and I started just thinking, my theories only. Um, we either believe that we are spirit, we live in a body, and we have a soul, and our soul is actually our intellect, our will, and our emotion. So... If they can clone a person, uh, we have a spirit, we are spirit, which gives us a God awareness. Um, everybody's got an opinion about God, they either believe or they don't, but yeah. they've still got faith in what they believe. And I was thinking, if people were cloned and they didn't have that spirit in them, I believe if they are being cloned, they are possessed by a demon spirit. They all look the same, and there it is almost evil personified. Sure. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. <laughs> it's my theory. Okay, it, but it, it's a big theory. I've been a very strong Christian for years and years, so I take things like this, and I really delve into it yeah. and look up cloning and how it's done. And I thought, well, I am a spirit. If I die, my spirit and my soul will go to heaven. But yeah. if they've got a cloned spirit... 
who's controlling that uh, spirit? Is it a demon spirit or is it a godly spirit? And the spirit only comes from God. Yeah, but do you think do, 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 do you think that God is, is got such a, a, a shortage of spirits to? to no, to, not at all, yeah? not at all. But if you take a DNA, you yeah. see, I don't believe animals actually have spirits. Otherwise, they would really. Um, I don't know. There's a big difference between big difference between an animal can't plan for the future. An animal cannot write. An animal can feel pain because phys- they've got physical body. But the, I don't believe there's a spirit there. Linda, in Randberg, opening up some very, very interesting uh, uh, thoughts in this conversation. Yeah, hey, um, (laughs) Toby, uh, I think Linda has taken us right into that weird and wonderful space. And I suppose, uh, depending on whatever worldview you have, whatever religious sort of persuasion you have, uh, you would probably have a particular... I don't know, opinion about the whole issue of cloning. Where does the conversation around spirituality come in when we discuss the issue of cloning? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm by no means qualified to debate this, and I, I'd rather not comment on what, what Linda said. Um, also, I'm sure if a lot of Chinese people looked at a lot of Westerners, they'd also think yeah. we look the same. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm going to leave a borderline racist comment like that, you know, unresponded to. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I mean, there, there have been some very interesting, uh, experiments. Japanese researchers ran an ATO project, um, where they, where they, they managed to create 25 generations of cloned mice that had normal lifespans. I don't know how long a, a mouse lives for. Um, but you know, they've, so, so that seems to be, a, a repudiation of of the theory that Dolly the sheep died at at age six because um, because you know she was a cloned creature. So there, you know, there've been a lot of of interesting science fiction adaptations and other things. There was a there was a movie I remember watching when I was a kid. Uh, it came out in 1978. I looked up earlier. Called the boys from Brazil, and it was based yeah, on. Yeah, I book remember the boys where, from Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Did you? And it and it was it was a fascinating intellectual intellectual exercise where you know Joseph Mengele, that crazy Nazi doctor. Yeah. Uh, the the idea was that he'd cloned copies of 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 Hitler, and they'd you know been given to. I think there's two hundred and something of them given to, to somebody um, in Argentina or something. Yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in Brazil. It was uh, Brazil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, um, uh, so, so, you know, what would that mean? Would a, would someone with Hitler's genes, uh, but different, you know, the nature nurture debate, someone mm-hmm. with different mm-hmm. genes, would they, would they, um, uh, would they grow up to be another Hitler or with like really loving, wonderful parents grow up to be, you know, a, a gentle soul? Um, so yeah, so there's, there's, there are lots of debates in it. Of course, I'm a Star Wars, I'm a Star Wars fan. So, you know, the, the, <laughs> the whole idea of the evil stormtroopers, yeah. you know, that yeah. they were clones. And, and it, it was a fascinating thing because, you know, the, 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 the idea that you could take one person and, and, and in that, in that, uh, adaptation, it was a character called Django Fett. Um, uh, um, and his, you know, he had a, you know, he had a son called Boba Fett, which is, a, you know, if you're a Star Wars fan, there was a whole series of, of, of spin-offs from Star Wars, one of them around 
around Boba Fett. So Jango Fett would have been, um, would have been the, 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 the original genetic copy that, that all of the clone warriors in, uh, in, in Star Wars came along. There was a film called Attack of the Clones and mm. et cetera, et cetera. So who knows? You know, there's, it, it's a fascinating idea. The, I, the I, thing I, about I Boys of Brazil and yep. I was, I was quite young when it came out and I, mm. and I, and I remember thinking that's quite interesting. Um, that it's, you know, that it's, uh, that, that idea came about. Like what, what, what would you do if there was a clone of Hitler, but he's a, you know, innocent eight year old child? Yeah. And, um, and, 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 and I suppose, no, and I suppose that movie is asking the very question we're asking today, uh, around yeah. when we have the technology and the know how to clone. Um, yeah. Does that mean that we are talking about two individuals or are we talking about the same individuals and, uh, and individual? And are we, are we entering the nature nurture debate? Um, when we say that this, let's say we argue that no, it's exactly the same person because they are the exact same genetic material. It is. Yeah. So, 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 so let's, let's just do a little thought experiment, yeah. Aubrey. So, so. We take Aubrey's genetic, or let me talk about myself. I take my genetic material yep. and I create another Toby. This, the Toby 2, uh, as opposed to Toby 1, given I'm a Star Wars fan, people have been calling me Toby <laughs> 1 as opposed to like Obi 1. So yeah. Toby 1 and Toby 2 are technically the same genetic person, but maybe Toby 2, uh, somebody notices before the age of 13, that Toby too needs glasses because I was only, I only discovered, they only discovered I needed glasses when I was 13. Yeah. Um, if Toby too got glasses at age five, would Toby too have been a different kind of person? Would Toby too have been able to play more sports and actually like playing sport as opposed to never being able to play a racket sport because I never have the high and eye coordination. Yeah. So, so, so suddenly, genetically the same individual might have completely different life experiences yes. because, you know, Toby too had better eyesight, you know, even if Toby too got glasses at age 10 or age 12. Would an extra year or an extra three years make a difference? Yeah. Would, you know, what other factors might have happened? You know, instead of being born in the seventies, what happens if Toby too was born in the nineties? Yeah. You know, would, would, would big hair still be a thing? Um, <laughs> would, you know. <laughs> Listen, I, I want to take another call. I want to take another call and uh, I'd love to hear from you as you listen to this conversation. Um, it, it appears to me the technology is there. The know-how is there. To clone, and I suppose the question I'm going to be asking uh, Toby in a few moments' time is: Should we be cloning? Under which circumstances should it be something we do? And should we have regulations that oversee this ability, this this technology, if indeed that's what it is? Uh, I'd love to hear from you as we have this conversation around. Uh, uh, a cloning and what what are you afraid of what is it that would concern you uh around the fact that we as humanity have this capability that you know we've taken from nature um what would your concerns around it be and are those that are in power in authority aware are they devising the right uh ethical sort of regulations to 
look after this process. Let's talk to Gareth in Pretoria. Hi, Gareth. Hi, Aubrey. Hi, Toby. One, how are you guys? Yeah, good. Thanks, Gareth. Go for it, man. <laughs> I might be I've been hearing Toby Gareth, one, you Toby two. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go for it, Gareth. Um, the, the previous caller was discussing demonic and spirits and all of these things. So when a, when you have children, obviously there's genetics and things that are shared. The personality, or if you want to put it in inverted commas, the spirit of that individual is obviously very different from the parent. How yep. would that compare to essentially taking, you know, my genetic and actually creating a child? That spirit, that personality, all of that stuff is separate. I, I would say that the spirit, of, or if you want to call it the spirit or the spirit of God or whatever the case is, is separate from genetics. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose, um, I suppose, I, I suppose. Yep, go ahead, go ahead. Take your question oh, a little I also bit further, Yes. No, so, so, so what, what, how would you describe an IVF baby? Is an IVF yeah, that, baby... This is my point. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, so no, that IVF I, baby I mean, is not a spirit. I with that. It's none of that. I find that uh, traditionally Christians like to put a name on something. But at the end of the day, you know, I think, you know, people might have issues with cloning, but wait until they need a, a heart or a lung or a, a kidney. Then all of a sudden, cloning will be a very different scenario. So uh, I also wanted to ask you, so let's say we get to the time when we can clone people. Those people won't have belly buttons, or am I wrong? Mm, good question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Because let's think that let's think that thought experiment through, Gareth. Damn good question. I don't know if I'm allowed to use the D word. Um, oh, it's it's, it's a body of water S-word. that's that's stopped by. Oh uh, yes, 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 yes. Because so, because yeah. I have a six year old in the house, we don't use the S word. We right. say silly banana head. Yes. Um. So so the, your belly button is a physical thing that happens during the birth process where the umbilical cord is cut from the mother. Right. So technically if you clone a person and they are they they are it depends how they'd come of being. So if 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 you clone someone and they they were incubated in a in the traditional way, incubated is a terrible word, but you know the the fetus grew inside a a a, a, a woman's body. Yeah. And then that baby was delivered. Yes, they would have, they would have a belly button. But if there was another, you know, uh, kind of Star Wars thing where you, I've seen, I don't know if you've seen the, the Aliens movie or, uh, you know, where, you know, creatures are cloned in vats of nutrient gel, they wouldn't technically have that. But right now, if you were trying to do something like that, the technology that would be available is, is, um, the synaptic cell nuclear transfer, which would mean you would you would take that genetic material and implant it into an existing egg, um, and therefore that egg would be. Uh, I'm struggling with. I don't want to say grown or incubated, but that egg would would be nurtured to the point where it would be born. You know, either via cesarean or somewhere else, but nonetheless. If that was the process, then you would have to cut the umbilical cord. Sure, there's a lot of mental gymnastics. You, 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 you know that, that that same sort of conversation has been had around the idea of the first man and the first woman. You know, the whole Adam and Eve story. Yeah, there's been yeah. that whole question as to whether did they have 
an umbilical cord or not because they would have been uh, they wouldn't have been born. They would have been created. So, you know, I mean, I suppose that's the kind of mental gymnasium we are, we've signed up for by having this conversation. And that's why it's called the weird and the wonderful. Let's talk to Tim in Pretoria. Hi, Tim. Hi, um, Audrey. Um, first, I just want to tell Toby, I'm a fan of Star Wars, but the science is abysmal. It's really bad in it. That's what put me <laughs> off it in the end. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Two points uh, you, you might be interested in. A twin is almost like a clone yep. when, when twins yes. are born. And the studies they've done, if they are brought up in opposite, uh, separate environments, they often have the same habits, but they can become different people. They, you know, depending on the environment. What's interesting, they, they might develop the same habits as yeah. each other, although they're apart. Mm. And the second issue you might be interested, the previous caller, two callers ago, asked about the soul. Yeah. Now, what science has found, and this is in the study of uh, consciousness, why are we conscious, and is, does that mean we have a soul or what, whatever? The latest studies indicate that the brain through the pineal uh, um, organ and uh, gland, yes, and various other magnetic type things in the brain have a quantum leap link to the universe, which gives us the ability to have self-consciousness and to appreciate things like mysticism, religion, and even link us to the universe as a whole. So a clone person would have all of that, and they would have their soul, which is linked to their brain and their body, so they would have it. It's not really a religious question. Many people regard it as religious, but that is the point from the scientific point of view at the moment. Tim, thank you very much for your call. Much appreciated. And I suppose the ethical issues around cloning um toby do have a spiritual dimension to them um because of i suppose the 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 sentience of human beings and the the general curiosity we have around the issue of where for where we are from where are we going and all those big existential questions and i suppose the ability to manufacture another living creature brings those questions uh, to the fore? Yeah, it certainly does. But I just want to quickly respond to something Tim said about twins. And there's a fascinating thing on Netflix at the moment about um, uh, they only follow, I think, four or four or five of the twins, but they did it, I think, with 26 sets of twins. They get one set to eat meat and the other set to be uh, eat vegan and then they test them over a four-week period and what they eat and how they exercise, et cetera, et cetera. And that's really fascinating. I dated a twin once years ago. And I, and I, I, I as a young reporter in my first year of journalism, I went to write about a, a, a group of multiples. So uh, people who had twins or triplets. Um, I recently heard about, about a, a couple that had three sets of twins. 
<laughs> I, mean, oh. I, I remember thinking having twins would be great. You have two kids at once and then, you know, you, you, you get through it. But a close friend of mine who works with me, uh, had twins and, and, and that didn't sound like fun, I have to say. But, but most twins I've met are completely different people. They are genetically the same, but they have very different personalities. Yes. So, so, so that's another complicating or interesting factor. You know, speaking of vegans, a vegan will say to you, well, why doesn't a cow have a soul? It certainly has feeling. It certainly has sentience. You know, uh, parents care for their young. That extends to just about all of the, of, of the animal species, you know, um, Penguins will travel vast distances across the snow to mm. feed their children. Mm. Uh, there, there is, does that mean they don't have a soul because they can't communicate or they can't speak about it? You know why ve- vegans argue that, you know, people go, Oh no, I could never eat dog or I could never eat goat because, you know, they're soft and furry or I couldn't eat rabbit. Well, what about a cow? What about sheep? You know, sheep are pretty fluffy and happy and, you know, <laughs> So, so, so it extends the debate a lot more, a lot more. Like, what do we define as a soul? And that's why I, I, I try and avoid these kind of conversations because we are, of course, intellectually superior. We've gotten to the, the top of the food chain and we've gotten there for a, for a, for a bunch of interesting reasons. Two of which were, you know, we, 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 we worked out how to make fire. Therefore we could fire and tools essentially. So mm-hmm. we could, we can't technology human yeah. beings. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a kind of technology. Yeah. Um, we can't, we can't eat raw meat. We don't have the, the teeth, the incisors to rip raw meat. Uh, so, but we could use a tool and the oldest thing in the British Museum is a hand axe from, from Tanzania. Um, and that would have been used to cut through the skin to bash things. Uh, and because we could, we learned to cook to make fire, we could essentially pre-digest the food. We were, the protein bonds in the meat would break down and therefore we could, we could eat, um, we could eat the meat and get, get what, what is essentially like a calories bonanza. Yeah. You know, instead of eating, being hunter gatherers, eating the odd potato or fruits off a tree or, you know, um, uh, fruit that's red is, is, is bright red so that you know, insects and animals know not to eat it. Yeah. And yet we eat tomatoes and strawberries and, you know, things that are in nature are a sign of danger. Don't eat this. But because we started eating red meat, uh, or any kind of meat and the, and the chances are we were probably like early homo sapiens were probably, you know, I mean, I, 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 I joke about this when I do talks, you know, if you lived in Krugerstorp, you were closest to where <laughs> we currently understand humanity yeah. to so have, begun, yeah. have come from. And yeah. basically, you know, humanity came from Krugerstorp people. Um, and, and. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> My brother lived in Krugerstorp before he left the country. So, you know, um, so, so it was, we probably went and, you know, like hyenas eat the carcasses, hyenas and vultures. Maybe we would have done the same. We would have gone up and we would have eaten the, you know, what was left of the, of the carcass. Well, yes. it turns out that kind of the internal organs, the, the, the lungs or the liver or the kidneys, those are packed full of nutrients, of, of calories, of, of things. And that allowed early Homo sapiens to, to grow a forebrain mm. and gave us 
what you know what we now know i mean we're getting off cloning but it it gave us what what is now our human consciousness mm. um so 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 cloning is you know back to 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 tim's point twins are if they are genetically identical and they are one they are one um uniovular uh, twins yeah 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 exactly i'm going to yep. forget the but they're one egg that's been split yep. into two so it's a it's a copy, and a friend of mine has non-identical twins. Uh, mm. Another friend has triplets, but you know, did 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 IVF and had three different cells, mm. different uh, three different eggs. So, mm. so, um, so there is genetic similarities between non-identical twins or triplets, but but they are not genetically the same. And yet, you know, anyone who's met twins will tell you. No two twins, they may look the same, yep. their parents may dress them the same, but they have very different personalities, you know, different senses of humor, that kind of thing. I, I, I remember watching something maybe 20 years ago, um, Aubrey about, uh, about twins. It was a, a, one of those National Geographic or Discovery Channel documentaries. And at one point, um, there was a, they were interviewing a plastic surgeon who specialized in operating on twins and, and there were two twins that this really struck me. I mean, thank God I've never been a smoker and, and I've never wanted to, but there was, mm. there were the one twin smoked and the other twin didn't smoke and they looked like the same person, like 10 years apart. The smoker had like gray skin. She mm. looked much older. She had wrinkles. Mm. And I remember just being blown away by that. And then yeah. I hadn't seen a friend for maybe five years and she was a heavy smoker. And when I saw her, she had the same, you know, fatigued effect on her yeah. skin just yeah. from smoking cigarettes. So, so that's really fascinating because it shows you. The, you know the different the difference yep. the, you have yep. exactly the yep. same yep. nature you are genetically similar but one ch- twin uh, chooses to to smoke there was another set of twins that kind of um, they compared themselves to Bet- betty davis uh, i don't think anybody watching the, the the documentary would have agreed with them but the one twin had put on a lot more weight than the other twin right uh, and the one twin liked to exercise and the other twin didn't and liked to cook so so you know, they're genetically the same, but their personalities are completely different. Dolly the sheep was genetically same as, as part and her mother, but there would have been, you know, different stimulations, different, you know, different experiences sure, in life. Sure, Maybe, sure. you know, no, Dolly I, I think, got I think, I think this, conversa- this conversation is establishing the fact that the clone, as much as it is identical biologically and genetically, is a separate individual, um, yes. and 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 that has specific uh, implications. Um, Sandy Smith, um, numerologist, uh, is listening to the show, and uh, she's just sent me a message saying that Dolly and Parton were born on different days and months and year, <laughs> and twins are separated as individuals by their names. And the letters in their name will define the different events too. So maybe we need to have uh, a numerology, astrology sort of conversation as it pertains to uh, to cloning. But let's take a call from Mariah in Ravonia. Hi, Mariah. Uh, Aubrey, uh, yeah. a lovely topic as always and very controversial. Um, Aubrey, I just want to add a little bit to the controversy or at least to, you know, like the questions around this. Um you know, when uh, often when we um, analyze, you, you know, people with um, 
aberrant behavior like serial killers or you know what have you yep. and uh, you know it's like there's this debate of you know whether it's to do with genetics or upbringing you know the the you know the, the surroundings the natural environment so i'm just questioning then um let's say with the cloning you know you create like you know another hitler or a serial killer i mean how how do we know to avoid those sort of things so yeah, that's in- interesting question. Interest, interesting question, Mariah. Toby? Well, I, I only studied two years of philosophy at, of philosophy at varsity, Aubrey, so um, I don't know how qualified I am to, to ask this, but I mean, there are, there are examples. I can't remember the details, but there are, you know, what happens if you pe- people are brothers and sisters? You know, yeah. I, I'm the youngest of six. I grew up in a, in a, in a family, you know, they, everybody had, had different ways of doing things, you know, so, so, so just in, in, in one family, you can have very different impetuses, influences. You know, one of my brothers loved sports. I never loved sports. Um, uh, apart from rugby, which I got forced to play at high school, so I knew the rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's why I like the sport. So, so yes. I mean, how how would we know without actually doing that experiment? You know, in the boys and the boys from Brazil. Um, I, I can't remember the exact details, but you know, the 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 protagonists in the film travel around and meet all these different boys, and they all look identical, and they all kind of mm. weirdly look like young Hitlers. I'm sure it was the same child actor playing all the different kids um what would what would it be different i mean there's that there's that um analysis there's that you know it's a it's a a, a, a description of two different characters one was a a vegetarian who didn't drink and um uh you know was was lived a healthy life um but and the other guy was an alcoholic who you know was a i don't know if he was a philanderer but he was you know he was he was he had all of the opposite characteristics yeah. to the the vegetarian and the vegetarian of course was hitler and the drinker was churchill yeah. um i mean if i could remember more of the details of the comparison it would it would probably sound better and make me sound better um but that's the the kind of thing you know so the vegetarian who didn't drink turned out to be a homicidal maniac who espoused Nazism and, and, you know, murdered six million Jews sure. just for being yeah. Jewish yeah. and caused, you know, 35 to 65 million deaths in Europe and probably a decade of, yeah. of, of, uh, of economic distress for most of the world and certainly most of Europe. Um, but he was a vegetarian and he didn't drink. Uh, what, you know, does, what does that mean? You know, non-drinking vegetarians are good in, in most moral, uh, understandings of the world. Whereas, you know, um, alcoholic, or, oh, no, let's not call Churchill an alcoholic, but, um, I mean, I remember the movie, the, the, the movie with Gary Oldman and he's yeah. having lunch with the king of England, King George. Uh, and, and, and King George says to him, how do you manage to drink this much? And, and Gary Oldman, who's a brilliant actor, looked at him and went, fractus, you know, in a very <laughs> Churchill voice. <laughs> Toby, listen, man, I've got to let you go. There you go. It's, a, it's practice. Uh, it's practice. Listen, I've uh, got to update you and the listeners about the game between South Africa and Nigeria. Nigeria won. Yes, uh, I'm going. 
uh, on pe- on penalties. And uh, yeah, well done to them. Uh, but really, I want to give a standing ovation to Bafana Bafana. They they've they've really restored our pride in our football uh, in this particular t- tournament. And and well done again to Nigeria. A, a great game uh, all round. But Toby, once again, thank you so much for a great conversation around cloning. And I'm hoping that we will get uh, some time to talk again soon. Indeed, Toby One signing out. Hey, ta uh, Toby, uh, editor of Stuff and uh, All That Is Good. And I'm really looking forward to another conversation with him, uh, perhaps about something else other than clothing.